beautiful people hello 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 i am jared the football genius burgess and i am stephanie fitzpatrick aka the advantage coach and this is episode 162 of the field to the real podcast and i am thinking that a good present for episode 200 would be for us to be on like a network and for this to be something that we were compensated for. Dope. Come through God from Jared's lips to your ears, God. Come through God. We're here for it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm look, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. For sure. Oh, that'll be awesome. What is that about a what does that put us about a month out? So July. No, oh, what am I thinking? No, you said no, that's, that's January. Said, mm, what? No, four, so that would be 38 weeks. That would, oh, that would be like, so that would be January. January. February. I was about yeah. to say January or February of next year. Mm-hmm. Well, 200. Yeah. Let's be yeah. already in the groove by 200 then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't trying to wait that long. <laughs> I'm, try- yeah. I'm trying to get paid now. <laughs> no, but whatever you say, God. Yeah. Whatever you say, God. But we just know that this is something good and we just want more people to be uh and, you know the thing is how more most most there's this assumed way that you make things happen you you know what i'm saying like you get all of these um likes and shares and views and Mm -hmm. then somebody notices you well we know a god and it doesn't matter what everybody else has to do and Mm -hmm. so while we are appreciative of our viewership i know and you know it doesn't matter how many it's what god wants for us and so we're just gonna stand on that right there Mm -hmm. how about that we're just gonna stand on that. Right. That's I, I ain't even worried about that part no more. No, I don't I don't even think is. about I literally mm-hmm. don't even look. I could care. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me not say I could care less. I don't, it's but it's not driving what we do anymore. Yeah. Well, it never was really. Yeah. <laughs> it never really was, if I'm honest. We do this for us. Right, yeah. We I, do yeah. this for the kingdom. We do this because we know this is what we're supposed to be doing. So right. right. Yeah. So we're gonna keep on, we're gonna keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I got one thing before we go to who's really right. Okay. And I know it's very ceremonial. Uh-huh. Um, not actionable, but I feel like I can't do, I can't not do it. So just a moment of silence for all of the violence that we have yeah. witnessed. With right. the shooting at the El- Rob Elementary School and the um, gunning down of those people at the grocery store mm-hmm. in Buffalo, I can't 
can't remember where the the people in at the California the, uh, at the church at the church mm -hmm. um and countless others way before that like yeah. um Steve Kerr's words resounded with me like when mm -hmm. When are we going to do something about it instead of right. having these apathetic moments where we right. moment of silence or we, you know, um, are outraged for a few or a week or so and then we back to normal like when are we going right. to like really do something. Mm -hmm. So I don't even want this to be a moment of silence, I would suggest I, I want us to be in prayer. Yeah. For a change in our country. And a not just about gun control, not just about mental illness, but about people's hearts. Mm -hmm. And a change, we need to pray for people's hearts to turn from evil. Pray for yeah. people not to have hate in their hearts. We need those. Those are the types of things. Like, mm -hmm. and prayer is not all I'm saying. I'm just saying that's what we can do here right, right. now. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, and it's like we could, and you, you know, you and I, when we discussed this yesterday, we could write as many laws, we can write as many bills, we can legislate as much as we want to, but prayer is the only thing that's going to drive some of this hate out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we can limit the number of guns people get, but people are going right. to still get guns and right. people are still going. And if it's a gun or if it's something else, if hate is in your heart, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, right. so I just, yeah. So I want us to take that moment to just pray. You can pray whatever you want to pray. We just gonna be silent, but it is for prayer. Yeah. This silence, this moment of silence is for prayer. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Let's get to it now. All right. Let's go ahead and jump right inside who's really right. And this is something that we really had to do a little bit of research on. Oh, um, yeah. And I, I think, right. I think <laughs> given this is a lot different than the who's really right that we've done. Absolutely. Um, and, and I like it. I, I, I yeah. think that it, it required us to think outside of what we normally yeah. think. Absolutely. We normally do. Yeah. So, um, the way that we came about with this Who's Really Right is that the USA Today conducted an impromptu broadcast uh, fantasy team contest. And so you would have to put your fantasy team together and kind of send it in. Um, and so the way it goes is you would have two play-by-play -play announcers, um, an analyst, a sideline reporter, and a host. Yep. And so, as always... <laughs> Or mostly, <laughs> not all. Mostly. <laughs> Ladies first step, who do you have in each of these positions? All right, so my dream team broadcast team for, um, fan for this fantasy team contest, play-by-play, -play, Jeff Van Gundy. Okay. Because he's hilarious to me. <laughs> uh, but he's also very knowledgeable, so I really enjoyed mm -hmm. listening to him. Um, Joe Buck. Okay. 
And Joe Buck's a little different because Joe Buck's versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, he does NFL, he does MLB, like yeah. he's he's versatile and um, he, it's just something about him and the way he talks that I just like. He sounds smart, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, for analyst, it is uh, RG3. Okay. And the reason I picked RG3 is because he is quite a character uh, in, his, yes. in his job, right? He is quite yeah. a character. Um, a close second for me in this would have been, um, um, well, I can't think of his name right now. College football, he, uh, the older Kirk, guy. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit. Oh, no, no, no. Lou Holtz? Lou, no, it's not Oh, Lou Holtz. Lee Corso. Lee Corso. Yeah. Listen, I love this dude, yeah. his personality. But RG3 is, when he, when, I know it was play by play, but when he did the, um, uh, Jackson State, um, well, I can't think of who they played. Anyway, the yeah. HBCU Classic game, yeah. he was hilarious. Yeah. He made it real. <laughs> like, he was good. Um, sideline reporter, you know, I have, I was going back and forth with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm giving the edge to Aaron Andrews. Okay. I'm giving the Aaron Andrews. She's been in yeah. this game for a long time. She's dealt with a lot. And she's persevered. Yeah. And she's just always very professional. And I like that about her. Yeah. Um, and my host, and it could be uh, an Atlanta Don't thing. Mine. Don't you take mine. It could be an Atlanta thing for me. Don't but my you host take mine. Is Ernie Johnson. Oh, I thought she was going to take mine. Okay. <laughs> is Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson has been a staple in the city of Atlanta before he was a, a staple nationally, right? He was uh-huh. somebody that we all paid attention to. And he has to host this <laughs> TNT <laughs> NBA show with Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Jet Smith, yeah. and Charles Barkley. All I can say is just if you just had Shaq and Charles, you had enough to yeah. deal with to try to manage that show. And he does it to perfection. Yeah. He allows them to be them, but he also reigns them in. He keeps things yeah. calm and going. So I he, love that. He, he's needed for that show. <laughs> Woo! Listen, I just saw a video with Shaq and Charles Barkley on Instagram where Shaq is trying to upend him. He like trying to pick Charles' leg up and slam it to the ground in their suits. I don't yeah. understand, but it's okay. So they just sit there. Forever, so they just, forever yeah. be kids. <laughs> They're forever be kids. So yeah. yeah. So th- that's my fantasy broadcasting. What about okay. you? So I actually had to go go back and look some stuff up because you know we threw some names out there. Yeah. Um the other day. And I was like, you know what? I'm missing some people. It's some people I'm sure I missed. Yeah. So play by play. And I know that you're gonna be mad that you didn't say this. Play by play, Dick Vitale, number one. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ooh, yeah. that made me think about somebody really back in the day then. Uh-huh. Well, you better so, not say him. So no, no, no. So the reason, the reason why I went Dick Vitale is the only reason why he hasn't been doing play by play recently is because he had been battling Sick. cancer. Yes. But he's coming back. Yes. So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, because he was 
his cancer was in remission. Yes. He'll be back on the sidelines. Right, right. In the fall. Well, that's a good one. Yes. So Dick Vitale, because he's okay. still at it. Yeah. And my my next one is someone who's not very well. He's very well known in college football. But I feel like he's very underrated when it comes to play-by-play analysis. Mike Tirico. Okay. Mike Tirico. Um, I I tried to stay away from choosing the person that you were going to choose or who I thought you were going to choose. And so I had me an alternate. But now that I know that you didn't choose this person for analysts, I'm going with him. Mark Jackson. <laughs> Mark oh, Jackson. I would have chosen Mark Jackson. I know. I we talked about why. it. I, don't, I did not choose Mark Jackson because I, while I'm well aware that we're not like the most popular podcast out there, I am going to stick to my guns that this man should be coaching. He should be coaching. And so yeah. I don't, and I'm not going to put him in a box. Yeah. Because he should be coaching. Yeah. So in my head, he's just a coach on the, and I know Jeff Van Gundy is kind of the same way, Stan Van Gundy, but it's something about Mark Jackson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, I don't think Jeff Van Gundy wants to do it. Wants to coach no more, right? Jeff Van Gundy wants to do it. I think Mark Jackson wants a job. We we know that he wants to do it. Like, he he came out, I believe it was on Shannon Sharp's podcast and said that. He still wanted to coach, and he talked about the reason why he felt like he he wasn't coaching anymore. So the fact that I know he still wants to coach, like, and yeah. that he hasn't been, he there was He's no Colin Kaepernick of coaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no there was no serious consideration for him for this uh, Lakers, Lakers. Head job. I, no. I, you know, I just really feel the way about that. But well, we're gonna talk about it in a bit. Yeah, I am going with him as my enemy. I love it. I I can't argue with that. Sideline reporter. Yeah. Doris Burke. Yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's my girl. I I, and like she's so masterful at it. You know. She is. I just it's the voice for me. It's the it's the voice and it's the like. Like you could see, so one defining moment that really made a no brainer for me with her was when. Like she went to go after the the Cavs came back from three one down, and she went to interview LeBron. Um, I could see it during the live broadcast, but she went and pointed it out. She said that she felt so much of the emotion that he was going through that it made her emotional. Oh and wow! She was crying as she asked oh, asked him the question. That's beautiful. So if you go back, if you go back and look at that that video, yeah, you'll see that she was like crying as she was asking him the question. Oh, that's like, awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I love that. That's great. So, yeah. No, so I, and then Doris Burke went through has gone through some stuff too, health yeah. wise, and she's yeah. still she's still doing her thing though, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Okay. And my host, I gotta go with Uncle Shay. Shannon Shop. Who? Uncle Shay. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but okay. We, we going we going Shannon Sharp. We got to. Listen, he would have been one of my, if we had a hat, we should have added another category uh-huh. uh, about like, n- n- not necessarily the broadcast booth kind of thing or the broadcast, yeah. like the, the, but he would have been my, um, 
I guess if you wanted to talk about it from the standpoint of like sports show person, mm-hmm. he would have been my person. Cause listen, Uncle yeah. Shay Shay be telling the truth and the truth and only the truth. Yeah. So help God the truth. Right. And I love it. Yeah. So yeah. So, he would have been my him or your boy. Um, what's his name? Um him and Stephen A got into it yesterday. Who who? What is his name? Oh my God, he played football. I can't think of his name right now, but I love him. Michael Irvin? He's hilarious to me. He played football? Yes. Oh my gosh. What is what his play name? For? I can't think of I'll have to look it up and come back. Okay. All yes. right. Well, you guys let us know what your list looks like. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie this and I. This ain't even like one off. of them kind of who's really right. It's like, yeah. I mean, y'all can say if you would choose, would choose one over the other of a broadcast right. team that we pick. But yeah, let us but know you, who you, you could, think. You could put your own together. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? We would love to know. Yeah. We'll 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 put our our uh our <laughs> fantasy team. And then you can say you can let us know what yours looks like. So before we get started with this. <laughs> Before we get started with real good topics, in the last segment of Who's Really Right, Stephanie was trying to think of the football player who is on ESPN, and he sometimes is on there doing, he, he talks about basketball too, but he's mostly on yeah. there talking about football. Yeah. Um, and in her description of, uh, before we got back on here, in her description of him, I was trying to guess, and I was, getting her to give me clues <laughs> and she said he had a little bitty head like baby juice <laughs> yeah she was talking about damien woody and now i can't unsee it <laughs> oh, oh i'm sorry <laughs> oh man all right i'm sorry i had to give you that one before, oh my before God. we got the real good topics <laughs> beetle juice now every time every time we come on tv i'm just gonna say beetle juice beetle juice beetle juice beetle. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Sorry. Oh gosh. Oh man. Woo. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, real good topics. Yeah. So, uh, Tom Anderson thinks Donaldson's Robinson comment was racist. Yeah. And explaining, he said that he said it before and only said it because of a 2019 comment from Anderson, where he stated he felt like he was going to need to be the Jackie Robinson of baseball and change how the game is played. Was this truly racist or do you think he was being overly sensitive? So since this, since I, you know, I put this on here, a little right. more has come out. Okay. Um, and uh, Tom Anderson has been suspended mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> by the MLB and they considered it racist. Um, Tony LaRusso came out and said he felt it was racist. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously um, Donaldson has said he felt like it was racist, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Tom Anderson, I'm sorry, Donaldson's suspended. Tom Anderson says he thinks it's it's racist. Um, I feel like if If you, so this is a hard one for me because I feel like he kind of put it out there. Yeah. When he said what he said back in 2019, that I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. to be the Jackie Robinson of 
baseball and change things. So I don't know if Donaldson was, it, it would have been different if he had just said it and it was never mentioned. Yeah. I think that he wasn't, into, and that was his words. I didn't intend it to be racist. Right. He felt like he was making almost a joke, a, kind of a joke, right? Right. And I feel like for that reason, only because you put it out there already and only because I don't feel like his intention was that. Right. That this might be a bit uh, on the nose and on the side of sensitivity. Okay. You know, I, I tend to lean on the side of, I, I tend to err on the side of, you know what I'm saying, caution when dealing with these things. I think that given, you know, and, and I, you know, I can't say one way or the other. I only can give my opinion based off of what's been laid before me. Right. Um, I feel like there are a lot of things that he could have said to be racist, but using somebody else's words, like, you know, and maybe it was given, maybe he felt that it was racist given the fact of Jackie Robinson's importance. So for you to even delve into that and, and call me Jackie as kind of a dig means that you have ignored all of what I was trying to say in 2019. But I'm going to lean your way and say that I think this may be an overly sensitive thing because um, I wasn't a big trash talker when I played football. But I played football during the advent of social media, right? Facebook had just came out. And so <laughs> when, and I vividly remember this, we were playing Charleston Southern my junior year, which was 2005, 2005, six-ish. Yeah, one of the years, 2005, I think. And yep, 2005. And so um, we started going to the players of Charleston Southern's Facebook pages to see some of the stuff that they were doing, going through and, and we would say stuff to kind of get under their skin or at least attempt to, you know, yeah. and they did the same thing to us because they was looking right. at our, they were commenting right, right. on our stuff on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. And that, that was back before Facebook had all of the functionality that it has now. Right, right. So it wasn't a whole bunch you could do, but, right, right. you know, we, we were saying like little stuff to us, we was, you know, uh, kind of taunting each other. Yeah. Um, and it was all in fun. There was nothing like malicious, dirty, anything. Right, like right. Um, and so... I can imagine me hearing somebody say that they're the Jackie Robinson uh, or they feel like they're the right. Jackie right. Robinson of baseball and then running past them and be like, all right, Jackie. <laughs> like, right. You know. I, mean, I really feel it was just that, right? Yeah. I just, and we don't know, like you said, we don't know right. what his intention was. We're only speculating, but right. even in his response to it, I've been like, he was, he almost seemed like he was taken aback by the fact that they would even think that, like, wait, what? Like, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't trying to be, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I, I so, uh, yeah, I figured this one know who's really right because I figured you feel like I did about it too, like, um, yeah, this yeah. a wee bit sensitive too, right? And yeah. and 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 it's like, you know, and it's important, it's important to have these conversations and to say how you really feel and not get so superly emotional and say everything that you see and everything that you hear 
is racist, right? Exactly. Because when something happens that's truly racist, when it's a truly, you can see it, it comes from the heart, then it's like, well, it's hard for other people to judge your, you know, um, or to trust your judgment on it if you're going to consider every single everything, thing. Everything, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we got to yep. look critically at these things. And yep. if it was like, you know, Donaldson called it an inside joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he, like, he said you know, he had said it because to he him had said before. It before. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and I think where the confusion comes in is like, you know, uh, Tom Anderson didn't mean Jackie Robinson in his literal sense, but more so, right. you know, um, and it's just, you know, I, we, we got to be careful with that. Yeah. Of calling every single thing racist or every single right. thing prejudice. Um, because what it'll turn into for us as black people and and i would hate for this to happen is and i feel like it probably kind of already is when you look at some of the talking points of these uh republicans um Hmm. i'm sorry why did i even say that but anyway (laughs) it it, is it's gonna feel like we're we're the 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 boy who cried wolf yes yeah I mean, and, and, I, and, and so please understand that we have no right, no place, and we're not dismissing mm-hmm. how Tom Anderson felt about it. Yeah. That, that's how he felt about it. That's where you are. But I think it's like you're saying, being cautionary to say, wait a minute, like everything. Mm-hmm. Let me really take my emotions, telling people about their emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. Take my emotions out of what it what was said and look at it in its totality. Look at the person, look at the situation, look at the because this ended up causing a whole brawl. Mm-hmm. It was a bench clearing brawl about yeah. this because he went back and was feeling some kind of way about it. And now you got everybody in their emotions. Right. Now you gotta yeah. fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this man got suspended and fined for what they call disrespectful behavior. Yeah. And I just yeah, I'm not, we're not dismissing this is how Tom, and that's just how he felt about it, and that's how he felt about it, but I just mm-hmm. would caution people not to be in their emotions. Yeah. When they make, when you, especially when you're going to make an accusation as serious as that. That reminds me of something that, and I didn't say it so eloquently like when I was younger, but it reminds me of something I used to say to my friends when we were younger, right? Because my issue used to be like, they would kind of get us into like fights that were stupid for lack of a better saying. And so I didn't say it this eloquent, but looking back, this was the gist of what I was saying. Don't get me into a fight with you, right? Don't get me, or don't get us into a fight, right? For a cause that you're not willing to die for. Oh, wow. But because well, and my 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 point to that was like, if we got to do it, let's do it. But you see what's happening in these fights around us growing up, like right. people not making it out of these fights. Right, and so, right. You know, if we fighting for something that somebody just hurts your feelings, like nah, nah, tighten up. Right. But if it's something over the top, yeah. disrespected your mother, you know what I'm saying, something <laughs> like that, like. Then that's something totally different, and I get it. But like, don't jump, don't jump us out there for something that's trivial, right? 
like it's like I said, I didn't say so eloquent younger, but <laughs> I, well, I'm I'm sure you use some other words too. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. But That's, yeah, I just we no. just I don't want it to be. We're not dismissing or yeah. taking away from how Tom Anderson felt about this. I just Josh Anderson just I just wanted to be seen as the totality of what was happening and not just the feeling that he took from it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's jump on to this Dallas Maverick story because uh, what it what it feels like is even with as maybe with as talented a team as they had to make it to the conference finals. Finals. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that makes Which they lost finals. last night. Yeah. yeah. So they were eliminated <laughs> last night by your team. Yes. <laughs> no, your second team because you got to claim the foul. You got to well, the foul. You got to claim the Hawks. Yeah. The Hawks are my first team, but yeah, the Warriors are definitely yeah, my team. You, you've been yeah. saying that since we met, so. Yep. Uh, yep. It seems like. The Hawks like, just got to be my team. The Warriors were all Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I So this begs the question that, you know, is the reason that the Dallas Mavericks cannot make it as far, mm. is it because they're not disciplined enough? And so. They were fined, the Dallas Mavericks bench was fined 100K for their behavior. And then injured player uh, Penman decided that he wasn't going to change his shirt when asked by the ref because of what happened in game two. Now, is this a head coach Jason Kidd thing or a Dallas Mavericks organization cultural thing? Because if you remember a few years ago, some stuff had come out about the Dallas Mavericks organization and Mark Cuban quickly, you know what I'm saying? Went to obviously defend his organization, but also (laughs) make changes based Mm -hmm. off of kind of what came out. Coaches. Yep. Yep. About you mean like head coach and all this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will say this. I think that, Mark Cuban is a different type of owner Mm -hmm. than your typical NBA owner. Um, He he has a almost a rebellious Mm -hmm. spirit himself. Yeah, and so that culture could be coming from the head, right? Um, Yeah. um, As far as Jason Kidd, I I wonder if he has true control and I don't mean that like you can't control adults but you do have to set an expectation of what they need to the decorum they need to act with when being a part of your team because that's Mm -hmm. the thing that you do have control over whether they get to participate or not if they're not going to follow whatever whatever expectations you have set whatever boundaries you have set and if that's Mm -hmm. not happening then that's a problem but I feel like he didn't do that Okay. There are no, there's no expectation, no boundary set, right? Yeah. Um, and sometimes this happens when you are attempting to be a player coach, mm-hmm. a player's coach. You kind of come off as friend versus leader. Right. Yeah. And when you, and I know that this is tougher for the person who played basketball. Right. 
they typically are those the ones who are right. the players coach right we look at a steve kerr we look at tyron Lou. like these people played basketball and they just kind of those are the kind of the, the way that they are with their yeah. players right and so i feel like that's part of the issue that's going on um because i'll say this if he had more leadership leader style mm-hmm. with him um even when penman was asked by the ref to change his shirt so a little background y'all he had mm-hmm. on a white shirt mm-hmm. and the and the warriors were wearing white right and so the ref saw this and said to him hey we need you to change your shirt because mm-hmm. you know you on this bench they playing in the middle of the game nobody that is something that might and it's sure enough right because he didn't change his shirt, it happened. Yeah. Steph Curry accidentally, mm-hmm. you know, because Steph do no look passes all the time, right? right. So he just see white to his left mm-hmm. and he threw the ball that way and it was right into his hands. The other yeah. problem with that is they were all standing up. Mm. So he looked they like were all standing up over there, which yeah. which is why they got fined in the first place. Um the first time, because they don't sit down like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're in the way when people falling and all of this kind of stuff is happening. It, that, like, it's mm-hmm. a mess. So I feel like there's there needs to be some reining in if it's from the top top with Mark Cuban or yeah. Jason Kidd. I don't care who does it, but some reining in needs to happen and some discipline needs to right. be put in place. I, nobody can, we can't control you as an adult. But you you will follow the rules, or you you can have a seat or the you bench or back there, like whatever you what you know what I mean. But or you're gonna do what we gonna all do, right? You right. gonna do what I say. This is this is this the line right here, baby. This right. is what you gotta stay behind, and that's yeah. it. And so I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed. I feel like it was more evidence. I know we didn't talk about this, but this it was more evidence because watching the game last night. Mm-hmm. And what I sent you text messages because I was yeah. like, Luka Doncic is acting a fool out here tonight. What are you doing, sir? <laughs> you you're know, not even It's four on five back on you playing the Warriors. You can't yeah. be. I know you're not not, not the defensive dynamo that you know what I'm saying, but your body is still a body. And when you don't get back, I think it's possible that he's just not in good enough shape. No, he was winded. I'm not going to, they were saying yeah. it. They were like, he is tired. But tired or not, I've seen many of them winded, mm-hmm. tired. But they're going to go up and down. But you're not going to stay on this side on of the side. court yeah. while the whole rest of your team is down here because they, they might be tired too. Right. They yeah. might be winded too. It's some people who have... I look at um what's the kid who just came back for the for the Celtics? Miller. Is that oh yes. Name? I could tell this baby tired. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, but he he doesn't just stop and stay on the other side of the court. Like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm gonna just sit. I'm gonna just stay down here till they come back. Like that's crazy. You pouting. It ain't tired. You pouting because you're not getting calls mm-hmm. and. All this kind of stuff. But if I'm your coach, this the reason I bring this up is if I'm your coach, I'm Jason Kidd. 
The first time you did it, I probably would have pulled you out of the game like, you all right? Because mm-hmm. we won't have that happen again. Yeah. But the second time it happened, mm-hmm. bruh, if that's how you feel, I'm going to need you to have several seats for the rest of the night. You know, I don't care who you are. It's, it's funny that you say that because I'm, I'm, I, I would certainly be this type of a coach. To me, the lesson means more than the win. And, Absolutely. And my Absolutely. best player, I have to sit them on the bench to teach not just him, but the entire team a lesson. I would be 100% willing to do. Absolutely. You can't be my leader and this is how mm-hmm. you act. No. I'm going to find somebody else. Some of these other dudes out here is giving 110%. Brunson, right. Brunson could have been their leader. Yeah. Because he gave 110% with his little self. He'd be getting it. <laughs> but you, you yeah. I don't know if you you got your head too big now. I don't know what happened, but yeah. that was ugly. That was that was unacceptable. And again, that just shows the lack of discipline and the lack of leader that mm-hmm. I that I'm seeing in Jason Kidd right now. And I hate that because I think he he's supposed to be really great. Really co- yeah. I mean, he got a team this far, right? So yeah. the conference finals. I'm sorry. And they weren't they weren't I, supposed I, to get here. Soapbox for me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just talked. No, 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 no. That's fine. Like I, they they weren't supposed to make it this far. So. It, it does beg that question, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this, is this, a, is this coaching? Is this leadership? I, I mean, it's cliche, but attitude reflect leadership. You know? It's unfortunate. Yeah. Get it together, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> but how, how I was you asking feeling? for you to get the job with the Lakers. Was this how you were going? Yeah. No. no. That might be a Nah, because yeah, you still would have to. You would have to deal with. You would have to no. deal with, with some. Yeah. You'd have more than one. Woo-hoo! No. Right. No. All right. Now, how you been feeling? Like, I, you know, it's it's documented that I haven't really watched the NBA playoffs like that. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the finals because all of them are gonna be on ABC. But you've been watching. I've been watching. And when you texted me yesterday, I was knocked out. <laughs> I figured when you didn't respond, that's what it was. Yeah. I was yeah. Out. Um. And so, how have you been feeling about, like, these very uneven games where there have been blowouts on both sides? Like, what do you think about that? I've watched because I just want to see, but it hasn't been good to watch, right? It hasn't been fun because, I mean, quite honestly, you you watch sport for competition. Right. And it feels almost like one team is actually playing and the other one is in the in the all-star game. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it feels, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's Moving just real slow, been, going through the motions. Yeah, just mm-hmm. it's just not been good. And um and it's not a oh a home team you know we we could have made the argument that it's some home cooking and it's the crowd and that's not even the truth like Mm -hmm. they're winning like it's 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 whether they're at home or their way it's it's one team is going to play really well and the other team is just really going to suck that is how it's been last night's game for the most part up until the probably well, no, no, less no. The Celtics Miami game up until maybe about the third, maybe halfway through the third quarter was actually the first 
competitive game we've had in these finals. Yeah. In these conference finals. Conference finals. finals. Mm-hmm. Yes. The first time we've had a competitive game. Otherwise, it's been from beginning to end, a team has just been blowing somebody out. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't fun to watch. Yeah. Now, what are they going to do about this? I, I don't know what you do about it. I mean, these teams were the number one team in the league, the team with the absolute best record in the, in the entire National Basketball Association got blown out. Mm-hmm. So, he had a better record than the Suns? No, the Suns. Well, I, I'm talking about the Suns. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm, I was sorry, thinking I'm sorry, I'm switching. I'm talking about the Suns. They had yeah. the best record in the NBA. Yeah, and they got blown out in the... They got blown out! That in was, the game seven. <laughs> so, what is it that we're supposed to do? I don't know what, mm-hmm. what can be done other than these coaches need to... I get... I, I don't even know. Like, do the players care enough? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't... I've never seen any... It's the first time I've ever seen anything like this. Yeah. With, across the board, like, it's the first mm-hmm. time I've ever seen anything like this. So I hope it's an anomaly and it'll be it'll go back to normal next year. I don't know. This might be here to stay. <laughs> oh, I'm not here for that. I'm gonna need them to fix it. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I, I think it goes to kind of the point, and I'm I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what he said, but um, what is his name? Former Laker. Uh, he played with Magic and Kareem. James Worthy? James, big game James. Yeah. He said that today's players only practice threes, lift weights, get tattoos, and go on social media. Ooh. And so, I mean, he he has some inside information, so I I feel like he knows (laughs) what he's talking about. But, you know, I think that that is what is, you know, pushing this it's, it's a few other things, and I won't get too deeply in them because I, I know we got to keep moving. But I think that the amount of money and some of this other stuff that is happening off the court is forcing these players to not be as hungry as the players of old. Now, the, the older players, these players are, in my opinion, are a lot more skilled than the players of old, but they're def- they don't they definitely don't have as much grit. No, first of all, the game isn't even. Look, Reggie Miller says this all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time, he this is his soapbox about how he feels like you know these players are whiny and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They always, you know what I'm saying? It always um, got in their way. Uh, and they just they they he was like. The things that they call fouls now, back in the day, we would have just took it and, you know, wiped the blood off our nose and kept going, you know? Yeah. So, and they, I, they I, more active, but they actors now. Everybody's an actor mm-hmm. um, for the flop, the the call, or whatever. And so I, I mm, but here, Wait, I hold on, hold on. Reggie Miller didn't, didn't say that part, did he? No, he was the okay. king of flop. I was about to say, he was the most flop in this. He uh, stopped, he started, he started the it. Flop yeah. thing. So, yeah, no. Uh-uh, I'm saying that part, but this goes back to the point of, from our last, where we just talked about, to me, 
mm-hmm. as a coach, mm-hmm. if you're gonna play for me, yeah, like some expectations of I, and 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 so I, I my husband mm-hmm. was a, a basketball coach, right? It wasn't at the professional level; it was just AAU. Mm-hmm. However, he was always able to prep his team up mm-hmm. the talent level might not have been the best but they always won because he prepped them up yeah and so as a coach mm-hmm. what are you doing in the preparation stages if it to james worthy's point if all you're doing is allowing them to do what they want to do and that's shoot three pointers and and train and mm-hmm. weight train then that's a problem they need to be doing fundamentals they need to be laying up they need to be some drills. What what are you as a coach? I mm-hmm. know the NBA has changed, but it's some stuff mm-hmm. that just need, maybe it needs to come back if it's gone. Yeah. You I, as a coach, some of this responsibility and onus has to go to them as well. Like, what are you doing with your players? I think they not they need to be doing more than just shooting threes and using what did I saw Steph and uh, Jason Tatum doing this and warming up. With the little band thing and uh-huh. somebody holding it and they running and yeah. all of it. I, listen, what happened? To, that stuff wasn't around before. Well, I, so to that to that stuff though, as uh, exercise science continues to, yeah, then you know what I'm saying like some of that that stuff is going to be incorporated in what's done. You know what I'm saying? Like we right. we gotta we gotta look at the science and how to make people move more efficiently. That's why players right. are bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Um, but what you were saying just now kind of goes to my point of the culture of the Miami Heat. Now, the reality is they just don't have enough talent, but they were the number one seed in the conference and they are in the conference finals without the most mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I think they built the culture of having guys and it's not just the coaching staff it's the entire organization mm-hmm. well we're going to have guys who have grit we're going to have guys who are coachable and you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying even when we gotta I'm, fight I'm, yeah <laughs> even like, even when we disagree then we gotta fight it ain't just yeah. a disagreement we right. gotta have a brawl <laughs> amongst ourselves i'm about to right. fight my my player right i'm about now. to fight my teammate i'm about to fight my coach <laughs> yep <laughs> But, I, you know, all, I think all of that stuff, I, 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 and I agree, like, I feel like, you know, um, because a lot of players are spoiled and coddled, they're allowed to get away with it so much. And the, the thing is, and we talked a little bit about this with Rajon Rondo last week, allegedly, that is the reason why they feel like they can do what they want to off the court. Because a lot of their bad behavior, and I'm not speaking specifically it's about Rajon Rondo. Um, it's reinforced right Absolutely. it's reinforced Absolutely. so yeah yep. okay let's, let's uh let's move on to Brittany grinder though because uh this um, right here yeah so i think after after looking at what people have said looking at people what people have you know been kind of like the the conversation around it i'm not liking some of the conversation around this Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I'm what I'm starting to feel like and I and I think I'm seeing this more on black Twitter 
what I'm starting to see is that this has become a conversation more around sexism. Okay. And so let me give you an example, right? And so I'm I'm not so in the in in kind of the example that we were discussing the other day, we said that if this was LeBron James or Steph Curry, yeah. Yeah. he would have, you know, they would have been home already. Home. Yeah. 90, we at day 93, 94 now. Yeah. Right. Um <clears throat> I think what's happening in that conversation is that the conversation is more so evolving to forget the fact that it's LeBron James and Steph Curry, and they are at the stature that they are, it's becoming, well, this man would have been mm. brought home and mm. this black woman mm. is being left over there. So, I mean, because I don't agree. I agree with what you're saying because I don't mm -hmm. agree with that's the direction this should be going in. But right. to to for any of our uh, non-black friends who uh, listen to this, right. the the context in which this is this is why they're pulling that out of that is because mm -hmm. there is such a huge divisiveness that uh, mm -hmm. divisive spirit that has come between black women and black men. Yes, yes, and the treatment of a black woman by a black man. Right, and so any opportunity people who are pushing their agenda or their mm -hmm. their narrative they they find a way they can slide it in that's what you're saying right. like you know what yes. i'm saying that's what that's happening. it right there. They're, they're hijacking they're hijacking the narrative. story yeah. and 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 what we don't want to happen is for them to hijack her story because the reality of this is this is an athlete this is a seven time what is she? A two seven-time All-Star, All-Star, two-time mm -hmm. Defensive All -Star. Player of the Year. Right. So she is a athlete, athletic star. Right. Which we the gender part of this only equates to the fact that if it was a male star versus a female star. Mm -hmm that there would be more being done if it was a LeBron or a Steph because of their stature as athletes, not yes. their stature as male, female, gender. like right. gender. It's not about that. It is literally the, the conversation that was had with her wife was mm -hmm. around the fact that if it was one of them, there would be more being done. And it's not fair, not because mm -hmm. of gender, but because she is also a star athlete. Right. And the same attention should be given to her situation. Okay. So advance this conversation, right? Because I have, I have what I believe to be the real reason that she may not have been brought home yet. This and has nothing to do with that. I know where you're huh? going. Yeah. Right. No, go ahead. I know where you're going. Go ahead. And the reason why, and I won't even, let's remove Brittany Griner. Let's okay. say that this yep. is, 
let's say that this is uh, Candace, uh, what's Parker. her name? Let's Parker. say this is Candace Parker. Do you believe Candace Parker will still be over there? Mm, I don't know. So I don't well, think so. For the reasons I think this is going on, I would say yes, but I'm going to let you finish first. Because I don't okay. think it was about the male female thing either. I'll tell you what I think it's about. But go ahead. Oh, I, I, okay. And, and I'm going I'm I'm to keep it real. I think it's about how much money you make white people. How much what? How much money you are making for white people, which gives you the political capital for if you get locked up abroad, somebody's coming over there to get you because you are making too much money for someone or some people or some entity in order hmm. to get brought back home. So Candace Parker is somebody that you feel like has more commodity value. She has more political than, capital than a Brittany Griner. Why? Candace Parker is on ESPN. Okay. ESPN has relationships with lawmakers Okay. Who I believe would not allow Candace Parker to stay over there. Okay. It would be a bigger story in which we're seeing that the story isn't as big with Brittany Griner and it's just starting to gain a little more steam. Now we know about it because we just, you know, we hear it. And, and we know. talked about it on here already. Right. Yeah. But the story isn't as huge as it would be. Needs to be or should have been. Right. If it were LeBron James, but also if it was a Candace Parker, because if it was a Candace Parker, Candace Parker's on ESPN almost every day that she's not playing basketball. Mm -hmm. And so that would be an issue. This wouldn't be something that could be swept under a back page of, of a, a newspaper because to me, I believe that gives her a little more political capital so whereas if she gets stuck over there, nah, something's going to have to be done. Somebody's going to have to have some type of conversation. Now, mm -hmm. one of the things that may, many people may not know about this is Russia's willing to give her back tomorrow. But who is the U.S. going to have to let go that they have locked up in order for her to get out? Yeah. Now, you know, a reporter... Mm -hmm. Eric, I can't think of his name, mm -hmm. who had been locked up in Russia for three years, mm -hmm. just got released. Mm. Just got released probably two weeks ago. Mm. So please know that if this was a hijack a person, <laughs> kind of a, a blackmail type thing, right? Right. That they so it's one of two things either that means the, that america said bump britney griner you can mm -hmm. keep her or they said just give us him and and we'll figure the rest out later what, what would the trade she, be for she is more for now for them, for Russia, she is more capital. Oh yeah, absolutely. For, <laughs> She's for more the, political capital for Russia to keep and to get somebody out than for, yeah. Exactly. But, but 
the U.S. would have to say, well, is she big enough? Because, I mean, this story isn't coming on the, the, the front page of the post or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So is she big enough in the U.S. for people to be outraged enough to say, yeah, we need yeah. to go get her and, and whatever Which we got to give up to get her. Problem. That's yeah. a whole nother problem. There's a rabbit hole we could go down here. Yeah, that's a yeah. whole nother problem because why isn't it that she is as well known as LeBron or or Steph? She's an all-star for a professional sports team. Mm -hmm. It's because this is the WNBA. But anyway, we're not going down that rabbit hole. My yeah. thought is this is strictly political. Mm -hmm. And that um it is going to take like Sherelle, I think her name was Sherelle said her wife spoke and said it's going to take President Biden because guess what mm -hmm. President Biden met with Eric whatever his name is family mm -hmm. and they got his, their son back right in within a month mm -hmm. it's going to take President Biden Actually, I was joking about this and said, really, Trump, because he's the only one that Putin likes. Right. <laughs> to go and get Britney back. Yeah. But I will talk from the two things that I, I heard. So the lady who interviewed Britney Griner's wife is mm -hmm. an attorney. And yeah. so she's really pushing this issue right now for people to sign the petition. Mm -hmm. um, and for I think it's Britney, freebritneygriner.org. I think is what it is. I will double check that um, for people to sign the petition to call their legislatures, legislators um, and for President Biden to meet with her wife. She's really pushing those those narratives. Mm -hmm. And the pushback was the media had been told the NBA, WNBA had been told to be quiet about this issue because they were concerned about what Putin would do. If they thought that she held too much of importance to it's kind of, it, so reverse psychology kind of thing. Yeah. If we don't talk about it, then they don't feel like it's that big of a deal to us. And then we They're will there, have more leverage to get her back is mm -hmm. what was being pushed originally. But once they got the Eric got back the the now the US has classified her detainment as wrongful. Okay. It was not in that status until they got him back. Catch all of this. Okay. <laughs> it was not wrongful until they got him back. So now, so I feel like they use Britney as some leverage. Anyway, mm -hmm. so now she's been classified as wrongful, detained, right. wrongfully detained. And so because of that, this attorney was saying, now people don't have to stay quiet. Okay. Everybody needs to say what they want to say about it, speak out, bring it out, make it a make it a public spectacle so that it will pressure President Biden and whomever else to push and get her back. Yeah. Now, look, I'm 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 with you. And like I like you said, this there's a rabbit hole that this will go down. That, that this could go down. And I'm not speaking about you when I say this because I know that you support the WNBA. And yep. I know that you watch WNBA games. And shoot, I was even watching the Mystics the other day when they lost to the Chicago Sky. 
Um, but to some of those people who say, you know, who ask the question why the WNBA isn't as big as they are, and you are someone who doesn't support them or doesn't watch the games or doesn't go to the games, you got to be quiet. Go sit down. You got to be quiet because part of the, the league getting as big as it needs to be to be on the same level with the NBA is more support from everybody. Absolutely. You know I what I'm agree. saying? And so, you know, these ladies, they have the star power. You know what I'm saying? They are able to cross over. Like we see, you know, Cheney uh, Agumake, uh, Candace mm-hmm. Parker, they are, you know what I'm saying? They are able to, they were able to move into these roles on ESPN and right. be bigger name stars. Sue Bird now. Sue Bird, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. we're seeing this. And I think that, um, you know, I think that uh, for it to get bigger and bigger, like people got to gotta watch and support. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Instead Absolutely. of like, instead of being the ones beating the drum, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, why she isn't as big as like, well, are you paying attention? Are you paying anything about right. that? Right. Yeah. Go get a jersey. Yeah. Go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's right. how you get them to this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you say Diana Taurasi and somebody's like, who? I'm like. Yeah. You okay. sleep. You don't know who Diana Taurasi is. Like, okay. <laughs> so, but people don't, don't know who Brittany Griner is. Right. And, it will, and that's my thing, right? Because. And, and this is for reasons, maybe I wouldn't say beyond her control, like everybody isn't a, in front of the camera media person, right? Everybody isn't a, a media darling or they don't even try to be. And so I don't think she's ever put herself out there like, you know, in the ways that some of these other ladies have. Yeah. That, that she but would she's know. She's a superstar. I don't care if she don't ever. We but, know who Marshawn Lynch is and he but, never wanted to do an interview. But that goes back to the point of if you don't have enough people supporting this product, then the superstar of that league is only known to a certain small amount of people. Yeah. Like the NFL is a behemoth. So you're going to know lesser known stars, you know what I'm saying, with the with the type of reach that they have. Yeah. So somebody like Candace Parker is known. We even know her daughter now. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, you know, Shanae and Gwumike, like, you know, they are right. known. Even NECA, because NECA was in uh, yep. in um, the movie. Right. LeBron. I can't think of it right now. Space Jam. Space Jam, yep. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, th- th- this, you know, and that goes, down, again, like down another rabbit hole. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, the, we the can talk about this. Wrong. This need to be eight episodes. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> The, the WNBA episode. WNBA <laughs> is just an episode. Like it's just, it's just. I don't know. Um, yeah. All I'm gonna say is, I feel like everybody who has a voice, who cares at all about another human being, should um, do something. That, if you got something you can do to help in this situation, whether that's call or or sign a petition or. Whatever that is, let your if you've got a platform, let your voice mm-hmm. be heard. Let's get her home. Yeah. Let's get her home. Definitely. President Biden. Right. I'm speaking for me. This ain't got nothing to do with the podcast. I'm gonna just speak for Stephanie to say, mm-hmm. sir, I would like for you to step up to the plate right now. Mm-hmm. It hadn't happened a lot thus far. Step up to the plate right now. 
mm-hmm. and just go and get Brittany Griner back. Well, I ain't saying go, because I don't know if you'll come back if you win, but make sure <laughs> you get Brittany Griner. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna say something oh. real. I'm gonna say something real unpopular. Uh oh. Trump would have got her home. Oh yeah, because it would have been looking good for him. Yeah. I mean, and he still could. Yeah. He could go get her. Listen, yeah, she nah, don't. You can get her right now if you want to. It's not. It's not going because because it would be against the like. It's not going to look good enough his for him. MAGA, his MAGA campaign. Yeah, it's not going to look good enough. And him. and. Okay, we're about to go down another rabbit hole. But the other reason he would not do it right now is it's not going to be of advantage to him his his run to be president again for right. for a couple of reasons. One, it goes against the whole MAGA thing, but it's mm-hmm. it, it'll alienate his um, white evangelicals because mm-hmm. she's a lesbian. Yeah, and and what she was and, accused of, and what she was accused of, and mm-hmm. she's an African American. Let's be clear. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. That, let's. 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 Uh, we gon' We we done, we y'all. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I we we were real passionate about this topic. Yeah. <laughs> real roll call. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do the time this time this week because <laughs> uh, I, I I'm gonna tell on myself. I, I I was at least 20, 25 minutes late for. Um, this podcast and in order for us to get it out on time uh, um, yeah I, I need to be brief it's in my fine, responses we, we, go, we might need to change the time it goes out yeah yeah because yeah <laughs> but um, I, I, I was running a little late and we had some really good topics that we needed to discuss but um, we're going to start off we're going to do our minute 30 seconds right. 30 seconds um, and we're gonna start off with this Tiger Woods story. So he pulled yeah. out uh, um, a PGA I don't even event. Remember which? I don't event, remember yeah. which. Yeah, they have so many. Right? Yeah, I I feel I feel like I would have known if it was a major, and so I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he pulled out of the event due to poor performance. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to call it quits and go? I feel like his body is going to make him quit. He thought he was in better, you know what I mean? He thought, and, and it may be that he just needs more time. The good thing is golfers can play and today decrepit. So he might, you know, be able to go and really get himself together and come back. I think he just was rushed in his return. Yeah. Um, I think because we're so like, you know, Tiger Woods is like Michael Jordan for a lot of us, or I'd say yeah, because you know I wasn't a huge fan of Jordan, but there is an emotional component with Tiger Woods because of being in that moment in time where he was coming up and he made his ascent in golf, and so we're gonna want that forever, you know what I'm saying? But in likening him to Jordan, I think these are the Wizards' years, and maybe time <laughs> to hang it up. Right on cue. Perfect. I don't have nothing else to say. These are his wizard years. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um. So, the NFL is getting rid of the Pro Bowl. 
I think they well, understand what we understand. They're, not, they're talking about it. Yeah. Um, they, they're going to get rid of it because I think they oh, know what oh, we know. Oh, okay. Um, do you think it's a good idea for them to get rid of it? And go. Uh, yes, because mm-hmm. keep the skill stuff. That's the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. This is just this is trash now. Like nobody's mm-hmm. doing anything for real. It's just how how many people can score as much as they can. That's what it is. No defense, yeah. no none of that. So yeah, why not? Um football players will understand when I say this. And I, I feel like it's a word that transcended Howard, you know what I'm saying? But it's something that we use at Howard all the time. And it's when um we would be in practice and we would be kind of going. Not a hundred percent, just kind of going, you know, enough, going fast enough to give the the illusion that we were actually playing <laughs> yeah. football, but not enough to kind of like hurt or embarrass each other. Yeah, and we called it brother along. And I feel like the NFL Pro Bowl is one big brother-in-law contest, and so <laughs> it's a good idea for them to get rid of it because I'm tired of the NFL selling this junk. Well, you on it today. Your little, yeah. your little quips at the end. <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> right at the end. I love it. <laughs> All right, this next one. LeBron okay. is third team All NBA. Is that disrespectful? Who else is missing from this All NBA team? Go. So I feel like only because. Uh, certain people were placed on the second team. He wasn't supposed to be on first team, so mm-hmm. no. Um, second team, there are some. There are names that I will not mention that I mm-hmm. say he probably would have, in my opinion, and you know how I feel, but mm-hmm. would have said he would have been ahead of. Um, well, Kevin but, Durant. Um, hmm? Kevin, Kevin Durant. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. So <clears throat> yeah, that that right there kind of feels a little disrespectful to me um I know his team didn't do well but (laughs) that didn't stop LeBron from doing well right he he did he was trying to do what he could right and so I feel like that should have been honored missing I would have to think more about it I didn't really think about it but I I don't know I'd have to think about it I don't want to take up the time go no I I interrupt your time I interrupted your time so the only thing only thing that I'm gonna say only thing I'm going to say is I don't see how the person who scored the second most, who averaged the second most points scores third team. And I don't see how the runner up for the MVP MVP is on second team. So I don't, I don't like it. I don't like none of this NBA. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> okay. All right, Jeannie Buss, is she the Jerry Jones of the NBA? And who wants to coach for her? Go. Yes, she is the Jeannie. Jeannie Buss is the Jerry Jones of the Uh NBA. And the answer to the question of who wants to coach for her? Nobody. That's why the list of people was not at the level of the talent of the historical team that they would be coaching for. I know no diss to any of the three individuals. But y'all not those coaches, right? You didn't get a Mark Jackson. You didn't get uh, you. It just, it's too many other talent pool player people out here who have been 
head coaches already and successful head coaches that you could have pulled from, but you didn't because you want to control everything. So you keep getting puppets and you're going to keep seeing what's happening. Since you've been running things, we see. It, it, like if we, if we were to be real about it, what has, what's been done other than getting a, sneaking a, a, a championship with LeBron in 2019 or 2020 in the COVID year. Yeah. Um, what has been done under her watch? That's what I just said. She's not, it's been trash. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. who wants to coach for her? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, that's it for real. <laughs> that's it for real roll call. <laughs> All right, so this is our onto the reel this week, and um, I yes, I will say I I chose this person for us. Jared Jared's <laughs> like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> um, because I have had the honor of personally meeting her recently, um, and this is Grace Daly. Mm-hmm. She is a former WNBA uh, point guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, attended Tulane and went on to play for the Liberty and the Comets and the Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently she is um, here in the same city that I live in, mm-hmm. um, Ocala, Florida, where she teaches um, English. Um, but she also works for the same organization that I volunteer for, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes, where she works with the, um, the middle schools here. Um, and she does a lot of speaking engagements for FCA. And I went to a baccalaureate for one of the high schools here on Tuesday where she spoke and she was phenomenal. She did a great job. I'm a huge proponent of engaging and she engaged those kids. She had them build a paper airplane Mm -hmm. and um, they went through all of the motions of building this airplane. And then she told them, rip the back off, throw the rest of it away. And everybody was like, what? And so they ripped it. She had them rip it off and they threw the rest away. And she told them to take their fingers and ring and, and just run it up the paper. And when they did that, it came out into a cross. Mm. and her point to them was with the plane you can rise high but with Christ you can go endless possibilities Mm. and I just thought that demonstration was amazing I thought it was amazing so um yeah so kudos to Grace for going from her um you know story career in the mm-hmm. NBA to coming back to her hometown. Well, she was born in Miami, but she kind of, she lived most of her life here in Ocala, Ocala. Um, mm-hmm. to her hometown to, to really uh, give, pour into these young people. And so yeah. to Grace Daly. Yes. Yeah, shout out, yeah. shout out to her. I, you know, um, I remember right before you moved to Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, well, we believe that you were going to be working with um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Right. And so um, the fact that one, now you are volunteering with them is such a full circle yeah. moment. Um, yeah. But two, we understand the type of work. Well, most people don't understand the type of work that the Fellowship, Fellowship of Christian Athletes 
does and the type of time that they put in um yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of like you know just the 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 stuff that you know you don't get to see when we look at some of these athletes and we see that they are you know the athletes that we don't have to worry about we don't understand what goes into that and yeah we, i think a lot of us probably take it for granted when you look at some of the athletes who have you know t- t- historically been problem children yes you know we don't understand what goes into like some of these other athletes who we don't have to worry about and have never had to worry about right some of the work that has gone into and some of the people that have poured into their lives and so absolutely shout out shout out to uh to grace for being yes. one of those people absolutely amazing yeah we love it we're here for it i'm excited about the work hopefully i'll get to do alongside her yeah yeah all right hoop city feel good oh, final thought me. feel good final thought hoop yeah. york city hoop york um, city and this so it's dope. Yeah, it's a uh, female basketball league in New York. Um, and where do they where do they play? Darn it! Do they, play, do they play all over? If I'm not mistaken, I want to say they do. Like it's a league, and they go to different. Right. It's kind of like what is the what's the famous one? Rutgers. Uh, Rucker. They Rucker, go to yeah. all of the different, but they go to different places. The outdoor, yeah. The, this is their opportunity because it doesn't happen, right? They don't get to right. get on those teams and play, you know yeah. what I mean? So right. this is their opportunity to kind of go around and showcase their skill set and get mm-hmm. them in those positions. Some of those guys that played at Rucker Park, they balling and they got, right. you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it opened opportunities for them is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so um, I, I hate that I didn't pull it up. The young lady who started this, she started it because of that. She said, she would have wanted to be somebody playing at a at one of those in in front of those people, but not having that opportunity because she was a female. She was like, "Well, fine, I'll just fix it and make something for our for us." And I love it. Yeah. So love I it. found it, uh, Alex Taylor. I knew it was an A. I just couldn't remember. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she founded it in 2018. Yeah. Um, but, but like you said, like just to kind of be a showcase for these women who are very skilled. Very uh, just don't get the you know the level of attention that um that even some of like these these men uh leagues at some of these parks get exactly you know what I'm saying exactly. so yeah shout out to her for having the courage um to, go, to go get it, girl. do it and, and put it That's out right. there you know what yeah. I'm saying and, and four years later even through the pandemic it's still rocking so still rocking I love it I yeah. said that's one. So now that makes me excited. Now I'm like, mm, I need to take a trip to New York just so right, I can go see out. them play. Like I want to see now. Right. I look, I'm always down for a trip to New York too. <laughs> Let's go. Maybe we can do yeah. the podcast from one of her. Oh, um, that'd be dope. From one of her, um, one of the from places. One of the games, play. yeah. And we could have an interview her or something. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah, that would be dope. Reach Maybe we'll her. make that happen. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Let's go. Let me see where yeah. uh, IG name is so we can uh, shoot her a DM. Okay. Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's go. All right, show picks. What you yeah. watching? So this series is a Nigerian series on uh, Netflix that I just finished mm-hmm. that was really good called Savage Beauty. 
Yeah, it's uh, about a young lady whose uh, family was pretty much used and um, used and abused. I'll use those words um, by a beauty a beauty mogul uh, to test their products and then throw then tried to just throw them away essentially. And uh, she goes back, they don't recognize her as she was a young, she was a little girl at the time. So she goes to seek revenge on this family who is now a beauty, they're beauty moguls. Okay. And it's really interesting. Now, is this a movie or is it it a show? It's like a series? This is a series. Okay. I was about to say the way way that you were explaining it, I was like, yeah, that would have to be a series. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't it wouldn't be enough time to tell. No, it wouldn't been enough time in two hours, three hours to get all of that in. No, it was really good though. So that's what I've been watching. All right, so I sent this to you yesterday. That thing was so funny. Listen, cancel court, hilarious. I said I got to go find it and watch more, but that one you sent me yesterday. So I was wrong. I watched the trial of Meek Mill yesterday. They have a trial of Kanye West and his black card. They got a trial of Takashi 69. And so, yeah. And and they're supposed to be coming out with a couple more. So I'm 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 looking forward to <laughs> from <laughs> the they have. from the actual court to the to the commercials in between. Yeah, oh man, oh, hilarious. <laughs> us. I could not stop watching. I was like, yeah. this is so stupid. Yeah. It was really funny. It, it was. was. I'll give you that one. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So the cancel court that I watched, the one that I sent Stephanie was uh <laughs> the the case of the the uh greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. So they Dope. were they were each making a case for LeBron James and um LeBron James and Michael Jordan. So it's and just hilarious. know if you're gonna go watch it, you're gonna be a if you don't be sensitive, okay? Yeah, no, no, this they is all about comedy. all kind of wrong and politically incorrect stuff yeah. and words and all just be aware yeah. if you're gonna go watch it. It's not yeah. all the it's not real, right. it's just it's funny. Fun. It's and funny. it is hilariously funny. Yeah. So <laughs> don't be offended by what you hear or right. like, yeah. No, it's hilarious. I was like, this is too stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, all right, folks, we are at the end of another one. Episode 162 Woo-hoo. is in the books. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at field the number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Um, our social media, social media handles <laughs> on Twitter is at field the number two, the real P1. IG is at Field the Number Two The Real Podcast. Facebook is Field to the Real Podcast. No numbers right there above Stephanie's head or shoulder right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the same goes for our YouTube channel. So go to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, IG, Twitter. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? What you think about the podcast? Some things that you think that you know we could do better with critique, and if you would like to be on the podcast, kind of share um, your knowledge of of sport with us, and you know what I'm saying, just holler at us. Um, go to our YouTube page, like, share, subscribe. After you subscribe, hit that notification bell to uh, 
get a, um, a notification of when a new video pops up. We got video pop videos popping up from Monday through Thursday um, every week. And yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Show us some love, support us. And we certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we are at the end of another one step. Yes. And we are out Thank of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Uh-oh. Peace. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. Every time I think I'm okay, I'm okay. Remember? Uh-huh. Finger just disappeared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out here flipping the bird. <laughs> right. Oh. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> now put the cameras on me. Put the cameras on me, 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 put the cameras on me.